Hello, this is B.A. Erickson, a reinvention. What's your name? I am L.J. Fringe. Oh, this is going to be so awkward. Yeah. I can already feel the awkwardness everywhere. Um, Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing some reinvention over here. Tell me about yours. Well, I am Lindsay J. Fringe with ljfringe.com. And yes, seriously, I had to write this down so I would be able to say it straight. Well, here's what happened. I was in another city and I was with a whole bunch of New York Times best-selling romance authors and they were probably some of the nicest people I've ever met. And they were looking at my stuff and they noticed that I have under Beth Ann Eriks and I've got some novels and I've got some nonfiction books for writers and I've got a cookbook. And, <laughs> and they're like, you know what, you are everywhere. I, I'm like the scarecrow, a little piece over me, of me over here, a little piece of me over there. And so they said, you know, if, if you, you need to separate yourself a little bit. And so I took their advice and I have totally set my fiction off to one side under the name B.A. Erickson, which I'm, it was very complicated for me, B.A. Erickson and Beth Ann Erickson. Yeah, I, I'm a pretty simple person and it's still kind of um, it's that awkward. It's very awkward, isn't it? Yes, it is awkward. So uh, tell me about your name change. Well, I got a phone call from a friend and suggesting that I do something I've been wanting to do for a long time, which is to start writing uh, fiction. And I decided that uh, since she was going to make some changes, I think I better make some changes too. Well, you're known, you're, you're a very well-known bass player in the community. I am. And so you kind of wanted to separate a little bit from what I've been doing forever with music to change things up a little bit. You know, and it's, it's very, it's very interesting that I could see a difference in you once you embraced your name. It's like you became a different person. It's, well, it kind of is. It's, it's fun. Because I noticed the same thing myself, you know, here's the deal, you know, I write romantic suspense. And um, I live in a community and um, everybody knows me because, you know, Can Do High is pretty small. <laughs> I don't we know. I, as I'm talking, I'm thinking, you know, if anybody in Can Do High listens to this, they're going to be like, oh, she's B.A. Erickson. Right. Yeah. Right. I am. I'm, I fully embrace my, my work. And yet, you know, w when the lady you've lived, you've known your whole life reads your stuff, sometimes they're like, long pause <laughs> romantic suspense gets steamy it does get steamy right and even though i am, and they don't want to be um visualizing the person who wrote it <laughs> I've, I've actually had people say uh have you like done this before and it's like it's called imagination and i will never right. tell whether or not i've ever actually done something something right. although i will right. say that you know like um many of a lot of my work i research uh, especially the, um, re oh, see, I changed all my titles to Reclaimed Hope. In Reclaimed Hope, it, it takes place in Europe, and I actually was on a TGV, and I actually did go to Belgium on one, and I actually envisioned what would happen if it got hijacked and burnt up, and yeah, you never want to travel with me. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, there, there's definite research of if I describe a dish I've eaten, I've, if I, I've eaten it probably, because otherwise, how are you going to describe it unless right. you've actually done a lot of that stuff? But now you do sci-fi. How, how do you handle that? Um, 
huge imagination, I guess. I have had these stories that have been uh, just rumbling around in my brain for a while now. And I think they needed to come out. And I think I just, okay, sometimes I work at a school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'll be sitting there thinking about, okay, science class. And it's always the what if question. Oh, what if this happened? Oh, what if this happened? And that's why I like sci-fi because it's, you know, there's the science things and the things that can really happen, but you had a little imagination to it and it's fun. As you're working on your project, how do you um, meld the sci-fi with the romance? Well, that's a little more difficult for me. Um, it's a, it's I the human element, wouldn't you think? I think it is. I was just going to say it's uh, romance is romance. So hopefully everybody wants romance in their life. And I mean, if, if even no matter where you're at, if everyone craves human, human interaction and human and, contact. Mm-hmm. Everyone, even my dog, it uh, craves love and affection and right, and that that intimacy that only happens. Yeah, I, I've the romance writers know how to write love. Yes, and that that's what I love about it. So, uh, and I'm pretty excited to see what you think of it as time goes on. Um, you're working on a trilogy. I am. Which is very exciting. Do you have a title? Actually, I do not. I figured it will just come to me. Well, then you call it a WIP, <laughs> work in progress. Work in progress, yes. yes. You, got, you got a whip. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of romance. Oh, ouch. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that came out totally wrong. But, you know, reinvention uh, is thrilling and scary. It's horrifying and wonderful. It's, it's crazy. I have um, struggled mightily since my little name change. And, you know, it was they, they made suggestions. And that that's the thing about critiques, you know, that they looked at my stuff. And they had definite, definite opinions and suggestions for change. And, man, that can sting, can it? It sure can. But uh, it worked. They were right. I was wrong. Well, I'm trying to think of something intelligent to say. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing today. Uh, Change is hard for everybody. And I think that it's how you take, and criticism is hard for everybody. I think it's how you take that criticism um, and what you do with that. If you, and it's, it's your attitude and your mindset that, all plays into that if you have a good attitude about it yeah it sucks to hear but if you can get through that and see that oh okay this is for to make myself better yeah exactly and you know what was interesting is you know at that same event there was another author and they uh not not these wonderful women new york times bestsellers i'm trying to get that word in there many times because i can't believe they spent time on me like that that was that was amazingly generous of them but there was another author there who um, got some advice from somebody who's not in their genre and it really stung because she has built an entire brand around a certain title on a certain book and they said that this person suggested that she change it and that one stung because a the brand was working and b she has it it, i don't know what she's going to do with that information or what that you know right i I guess you have to evaluate um criticism as well well and i think advice is that it's advice you can choose to take it or not 
Right. You and, know, and sometimes if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Not broken. Right. But, you know, um, as far as I went, I have spent so many years really concentrating on my nonfiction titles. I did let my romance titles languish. And it was it was after, you know, the cancer diagnosis that I decided I was going to do, take my fiction seriously and, and just flip and do it. And um, so, yeah, to get that critique from people who know what they're talking about was probably the most valuable thing that's happened to me in a long time. I think that you have to, when you're taking this critique, I think you have to know, do you feel like you knew instantly when they told you this that what you had been doing could be changed? Absolutely. The, right. the minute they said it, I was having one aha moment after another, even though my ears, I thought, probably were on fire. Right. They were really warm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, you know, and it was horrifying at, at times because I thought, why didn't I think of this? Why didn't I think of this? Right. But it was a blind spot. Right. And I it think. was embarrassing, but it was also incredible. And then when they suggested that I go by B.A. Erickson, I mean, I found it to be terribly liberating to separate right. the, the art part of me and the business part of me because I've... I feel like I've suppressed the art part of me for a good portion of my writing career. Right. And for me, being a new writer, I, it's good because I have been known as a musician forever. And I'm not sure people quite take that, would take that as serious if I did that under my name. True. As a musician. Do I hear something weird? Yes. I don't think of you as a new writer. Aww. Do, do, you want, do you want to know why? Why? Because every time you play that bass, and I've seen you in concert, it's like you're telling a story every time. Thank you. So uh, gushy. You, you, you know how to tell a story. I think I do. And, and even if you told a story 10 hundred million times, which I know you probably have. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's fresh. Well, thank you. But yeah, I don't know. I dis disagree, you know, if anyone's listening, they disagree, that's fine. But I, I really, I, I think I've always thought of you as a, um, it's just a different way of telling a story. Right. And I think that's why, you know, you've been emailing me or Facebooking me with your updates and stuff and writing, it seems to be fairly easy for you. It is. There are times, you know, I get frustrated like everybody else, but it's, it's pretty much been fun. <laughs> Nine times out of ten when you're frustrated, it's generally because you're surrounded by poopy heads. <laughs> right, yes. See? You notice I kept rated G, rated G. You did very well at that, too. And I'm going to hold my tongue. Um, I think that, yeah, there's all that baggage that goes on. Well, no, life and family life are important. Right. And, but sometimes, yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the, I just have to tell this one little story. Go ahead. So I was all excited because I don't get to write during the day very much like on Monday through Friday because I'm working. Uh -huh. So then I have to come home and write or I have to do it on weekends. So Saturday morning, I'm really excited. And my husband usually sleeps in because he works overnights all week long. So I was so excited because everyone is sleeping in the house except for me. So my husband, for some reason, gets up. I don't know why he had to get up. But he comes out. He thinks it's going to be extremely funny to blow a duck call in the house right next to me <laughs> I, got, I shot up out of that chair and I just I had to leave the room I was so mad I don't know oh, why that, he did it that breaks your but, train of thought right. how many see we have a saying around here you're gonna have to use when Peter was growing up and I'd be writing I'd always tell him 
you know, when he'd come in to interrupt me, I'd yell, if the fingers are flying, you better be dying. Right. Yeah, I think we'll have to use that. Yeah. And he and my husband's very supportive and very He's supportive wonderful. of this. Yes. But I wanted to kind of smack him on the side of the head for that one. Can you believe we've actually talked for 12 minutes about reinvention? We didn't, you didn't think awesome. we could do it, did you? No, I didn't. Well, hey, this I am with Lindsay J. Fringe, and you are with... Uh, B.A. Erickson. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, see, we have Lin, L, um, lgfringe.com and B.A. Erickson We got a ton of freebies. Yes, and it's LJ Fringe. What did I say? You said LG because that's what I wrote, and I don't know why I wrote that. It's oh. LJ Fringe. <laughs> okay, We're so we got slick. it. <laughs> oh, <yes>. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in. <laughs>